0: I want to share today about praying in the Spirit, and I acknowledge that while considering the Spirit's role in our prayers, there are secret things here that belong to the Lord, but there are also revealed things that belong to us and to our children that we may do them. And we know the commands about praying in the Spirit, there are two, Ephesians 6 and Jude verse 20. God commands us to pray in the spirit. So it's necessary for us to generally understand what does this mean and examine ourselves whether we really are praying in the spirit or not. Ephesians 6 is the passage on spiritual war, how we're wrestling against a military force more powerful than the army of men. And so we need to be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. One crucial way we receive this strength is by praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. We need prayer if we're going to have spiritual victory. And more specifically, we need Spirit-led, Spirit-filled prayer. In 20, we read the same command, praying in the Spirit, but it's in the context of speaking of scoffers who will come in the last days. Jude writes in verse 19 that, the scoffers are those who cause divisions they're worldly people they're devoid of the spirit and then he turns to the believers he says but you beloved building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the holy spirit keep yourselves in the love of god so he urges us don't live like the scoffers who are devoid of the spirit but pray in the spirit pray in the holy spirit if we examine our lives, are there areas in our lives that are devoid of the spirit? And if we examine our prayers, are there areas of our prayers that are devoid of the spirit? Do we pray in the spirit consciously, depending on his help? A striking illustration came to my mind um, when thinking about this concept of being devoid of the spirit. We know that the Holy Spirit permanently dwells in us as Chris Charles reminded us of last week. But now imagine with me that for a period of one week, that the spirit of God left us all and went back to heaven. If that happened, would we notice any difference in our prayers? In our private prayers, would we notice that there was was something missing? Or even in our prayer meeting here together, would we notice that the Spirit was missing or not. I believe, my guess would be that those who consistently walk in the Spirit, live by the Spirit, and pray by the Spirit would take notice that there's not the help that was there before. Praise the Lord that we have such a helper. We have a great helper in prayer. Romans 8, 26 and 27. Uh, what am I The key passage on the Holy Spirit's role in our prayer, the scriptures say, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groaning too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. The apostle Paul wrote this. He was a man of prayer. Incredible prayers we read. But here he's saying, We do not know what to pray for. He did not know what to pray for. And we all know that that angst of what what we ought to pray, we we come often with this sense of our ignorance and and sometimes can get quite confused and perplexed in prayer. How should I approach God? What's What's on my heart? What's in the word? Should I pray following a certain form or should I just express to God my burdens? Should I predominantly confess sin or give thanks or supplicate for my needs or intercede for others or plead a promise? Should I pray broader general prayers or more focused specific prayers? Why does God not make prayer easier for us? <laughs> and just take away all these perplexities. There's probably more than one reason for that, but one of them is in this context is that he wants us to depend on his Holy Spirit. He, He knows that because when we're weak in prayer, then we recognize we need the helper. And he's a very, very good helper. He has an incredible mind. He's never perplexed. He knows just what desires and groans need to be lifted out of our hearts, and that directly correspond with the will of God. And so when we pray in the Holy Spirit, all our prayers are accepted, and they're effective with the Father. It's incredible. What a good gift the Father has given to us in the Holy Spirit. And we see that a key part of the Holy Spirit's work in our prayers By way of application, I I want to mention three kinds of prayers that do not welcome the Spirit's help. First of all, when we pray polluted prayers, by this I mean when we ignore unconfessed sin. Ephesians 4.30, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit is disgusted with any matter of unholiness. And so his influence diminishes in our lives when they're ruled by the flesh. We cannot expect his help. When we pray, while we're grieving him with personal sin or even relational sin. Secondly, a prayer that doesn't welcome the Holy Spirit is rash or hasty prayer. Ecclesiastes 5.2. Be not rash with your mouth, nor let your heart be hasty to utter a word before God. For God is in heaven and you are on earth. Therefore, let your words be few. Before we pray, the Holy Spirit desires us to pause, to be still, to know who it is that we're speaking to, that He is the God in heaven that we are on earth. He is the Most High, the Holy One, the king of glory. And then realizing who we are and God is, who God is, we, we come with that reverence and, and humility. But the third kind of prayer. That the Holy Spirit does not welcome it's, its fearful, hesitant prayer. And we must not let verses like Ecclesiastes 5.2 just make us hesitant to, to come to God in prayer or, or fearful. Because Romans 8.15 tells us that the spirit of God is not a spirit of slavery. He doesn't have a list of rules and oh, are you keeping every single rule uh, of prayer and coming? No, he's the spirit of adoption. who who in prayer prompts us to cry, Abba, Father. He gives us the confidence that we are children and we're coming to a Father who welcomes us. And he also loves to glorify the Son. When we pray in the Spirit, we we love magnifying our Lord and Savior. He reminds us that we have a high priest who sympathizes with us in our weakness. And who, who knows what it's like to struggle in prayer? In John 12, Jesus says, he expresses his troubled heart. And and he's saying he, he's, he's struggling with what to pray for. And the Holy Spirit urges us to come, not with any fear, being afraid to draw near to the throne of God, but uh, urging us to come, knowing that the throne is one of grace, that God has mercy and grace for us in our time of need. So we don't need to come with this, this fearfulness, but with confidence before God and neither and coming with a, with a hesitancy thinking, well, if I need to pray in the spirit, then maybe I need to just have the right, perfect inward expression. I need to have this, this deep emotion that's just right. No, God wants us to come and approach him Depending upon him and not our not our own emotions. He tells us to come even when we're when we feel dead and, and weak. James 1:25 tells us that the poor who acts will be blessed in his doing. We can say the prayer, the prayer who prays will be blessed in his praying. Even when we feel like Peter, Master, we toiled all night long and took nothing. We can still obey like Peter, but at your word I will let down the nets and launch out into the deep waters of prayer and let down our necks and and let God do the rest. There's a a testimony from Ari Tori that has encouraged me for um, years now that it just comes to mind so often um, in this matter of encouraging me when I feel so dead in prayer. Ari Tori said, many of the most blessed seasons of prayer I've ever known have begun with a feeling of utter deadness and prayerlessness. But in my helplessness and coldness, I have cast myself upon God and looked to him to send his Holy Spirit to teach me to pray, and he has done it. May the Lord assure us all that the spirit within us loves to help us to pray and that he helps those who can't help themselves. May the Lord teach us to pray. In the spirit. Amen.